everybody. This is Breaking Pita with Z. That's me, your host, Zohar Huber, and this episode is brought to you by M Cantina in Dearborn. It's not your average Mexican eatery. This upscale restaurant serves dishes like duck, short rib tacos, and let's not forget their non-alcoholic mixology cocktails and amazing desserts. So amazing. Don't you think, Dave Serio? Delicious. <laughs> I know you've been there. I've been there a couple times. Yeah, really good. Service is great. Food is delicious. Yeah, so mm-hmm. make sure you check them out. M Cantina in Dearborn. Dave Serio is my guest today. He is Lebanese and Sicilian American. Say hi. Hello, y'all. Hello, y'all. <laughs> and he is also part of the LGBTQ community. So that's what we're going to be talking about today because there's so many misconceptions when it comes to it. And it's already hard sometimes for people to come out just in America. It's even harder to come out as an Arab American, at least from what I've seen, the struggles. Of course, you can attest to that and tell me if that's true or not. And you're very obviously Arab, by the way, Dave Ciro, because you're wearing a keffiyeh. I'm wearing my keffiyeh. I wear it everywhere I go. So tell me what that is. What are, To people who don't know what a keffiyeh is, tell me what it is. So a keffiyeh is um, typically a piece of cloth. Um, historically, it was worn um, uh, in like some of the hotter, drier climates because it helps, It would you know, it would be worn over the head and it would kind of help out with like environmental conditions like blocking yes. out the sun or the, the blowing sand or whatever. Um, it's worn uh, in like pure white. Um, I have a black and white one on. There's also a red and white uh, that's available. But and the black and white one is classic. Black and white one is classic. <laughs> um, but th- now there's like ones that are purple and pink. No, and, no, no, yeah. no, 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 no. The black and white. You got to go all the way. Yes, we're purists. Yes, like is. yes exactly. We're purists. <laughs> yes. Um, so I'm going to tell you a little bit about my first experiences with the LGBTQ community. Um, I was sheltered my whole life. So I went to a private Muslim school, so I did not know anybody who was part of that community at all. Mm-hmm. I mean, if they were, then I didn't know about it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's something that you don't really talk about in our community, unfortunately. Right. And my dad sent me for my first year to an all-girls school, college, all-girls college, where, lo and behold, (laughs) guess what? Surprise. Surprise. (laughs) I met my first lesbians. (laughs) And I remember the first girl I met, her name was Angela. And she told me that she was a lesbian. And I'm like, Mm. oh, wow. Okay. Like, I don't know. How do I act? (laughs) Does she want me? Does every lesbian want me? Right. You know, that was my first thought because I remember one of our first interactions after we had kind of met, I saw her crying in the lunchroom and Mm. I kind of put my arm around her. I don't know if anybody watches Big Bang Theory where Sheldon kind of like, they're there, (laughs) kind of like just the awkward pat. (laughs) And that's what I did because I'm like, if I touch her, is this going to be weird? You know, and of course it's not, but I didn't know any better. I was sheltered. And it's not like I was grossed out or like just weirded out by it. I just did not know how to act Mm -hmm. at all because I had not been exposed. And of course, that was not the case because just like everybody else, (laughs) they're not attracted to everyone of the same sex, just like straight people are not attracted to everyone of the opposite sex. Go figure. Shocking. Who knew? It's so weird, right? It's weird. I'm sure you're attracted to every single man you meet, Every single. Every single person. Every single human being. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Danny DeVito, for instance. Yeah. Hot man. Sexy. Very. Yeah, of course. (laughs) And so um, so that was my experience. And I remember, so this is where it kind of ties into the Arab American and Muslim experience because we held a panel. There was a panel and I was invited to it where they brought somebody from the Jewish faith and the Hindu faith and the Christian faith and the Muslim faith 
where people would ask us questions mm. and people, this was post 9-11. So a lot of the questions were geared towards that. And a lot of the questions came at me because mm. I was wearing hijab and I was very obviously Muslim. And I remember we were almost done and a girl raises her hand and I immediately knew what this question was going to be because I knew that she was lesbian. Ah, okay. And she said, what do each of your faiths think about the gay and lesbian community? Okay. So I was the last one on that panel. So it went from my right to my left and the Christian community, the Christian girl was, um, gay. So she of course said, you know, uh, every, you know, they're more accepting now and blah, blah, blah. And then the Jewish girl said the same thing. And the Hindu girl said the same thing. And I looked at them. I'm like, well, our faith does not really accept the gay community. However, I, as a human being, (laughs) and as a Muslim person, believe that if you're not hurting anyone, I don't care what you do with your life. This is your life. If you love somebody of the same sex, go for it. I hope that you find happiness in that. Mm -hmm. I mean, I have no issues whatsoever with that. It's a good answer. And it takes away the structured religion versus the everyday Muslim American. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So I think that's the difference is, you know, religion may frown upon it or not accept it, but it's up to the people. And I think it is the younger generations now who are more accepting of it. So I want to know your story now, because this is not about me at all. This is just, you know, I feel like I'm a good representation of the non-exposure and people, of course, just like people are afraid of Muslims, people are afraid of the gay community Mm -hmm. because they don't know about it. Right. So let's talk about it. So one, how old were you when you came out? So like most uh, folks, I guess, not most, I can't speak for most, but like some folks in our community, um, it's still, for me personally, it's still kind of an ongoing process. Okay. Um, so I, my, I guess my first kind of thrust into like the whole coming out uh, story was when I was about 21. Oh, wow. And how old are you now? I am 33. Okay. So, so this was 12 years ago. It's, it's not even that long ago at all. Not even that long ago. Um, but it was... Um, an interesting experience. So, like, um, my family tends to be really, really um, open-minded okay. and super supportive. Because you're also half Sicilian, so I'm sure that helps a lot. It does help. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so, like, my, my – so, with my Lebanese side, at least, my family's – I mean, both sides are pretty open and liberal and, and things like that. But, like, I remember, like, the first person I, I came out to was my mom because my mom um, is, like, my best friend and, like, I love my mom to death. Um, and, anyways, like, my, my – um, my friends were like, because my friends knew, but like my, none of my, nobody in my family did. And they were like, my friends like, your mom is so cool and so sweet and <laughs> so supportive. And it's like, you should just tell her. And I ended up having like a fight with somebody who I was dating at the time. And I was really upset. And my mom could tell something yeah, was wrong. Yeah, of course. And so I, um, we had a conversation and it ended up being like a two hour conversation because, you know, kind of like, I want to tell you, but I don't. Like there was yeah, just a lot so of Yeah, so you're like, kind of dancing around it. <clears throat> exactly. Is she the Sicilian or the Lebanese? She's the Lebanese. Lebanese, okay. Yes. And so anyways, I ended up, you know, saying something to her and it was a difficult thing to deal with. Um, you know, it was difficult, I think, for my mom. Um, and there was, some, there was some issues, of course, afterwards. Nothing like major, but I think, she, you know, she kind of explained it best when it was more of just like a, I... I, I worry about you as an individual, and yes. that tends to make life harder, unfortunately. I understand that because, I mean, it's not easy for many people from the LGBTQ community. I mean, they can get bullied. You know, I mean, there's attacks on them, whether it's from the president, well, whether it's from the community. No, I mean, it, it's coming from all angles, really. Yeah. 
And so I can understand that. I mean, it's just a mother's worry for you as a son. It's a place coming from a place of love. Yes. At the end it's of the day. It's not that she's upset with you because you've come out. It's it's a, like you said, coming from from mother's love. I think so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and I guess just kind of going off of that. So like because of that experience, it was, again, it wasn't the most pleasant, but again, it's not, it wasn't, you know, compared to like other people's experiences that I've heard, it was very, very mild, thankfully, like, yes. you know, um, so from there on, I, I didn't really tell most people and, and it, it, it kind of matches my personality, but I kind of let like social media yeah. and that kind of thing kind of explain it as opposed to like having to go to each individual and be like, Hey, guess what? And, but I mean, that makes sense too. I don't mean to interrupt <clears throat> you, but I mean, no. you know. It's not like I go to people and say, hey, by the way, I'm heterosexual. Yeah, exactly. I'm straight. I mean, you just kind of figure it out because I have boyfriends. You know? Right, exactly. You don't need to broadcast. I mean, for me at least, you don't need to broadcast. You don't need to go to each individual. You no. can kind of just let people figure it out. You can see from their and- lifestyle. Exactly. And yeah. it's really nobody's business to be fair. Exactly. Like, yes. You know? That's not something that you need to like put on your shirt like, hey, by the way, I'm gay. Exactly. And that's that's the thing too. Like when people have identified me, identified me as that, which again, it's a big part of my life, and I'm I'm happy about it. You know, and and it's a it's a prideful thing. But at the same time, you know, each individual, our identity, our identities are so complex that like yeah. just to come out with that as like your front thing for me at least is just not an accurate portrayal of who I am as a yes. person. So like you said, to kind of lead with that, or it just it doesn't. It doesn't work for no, me, I guess. I understand. Yeah. So did you end up coming out to your dad so- shortly after or how did it work with that one? So that's that's, <laughs> oh. that's a whole other story. Um, so I have not officially told my dad. Does and, he know? Uh, as far as I know, no. At least not from a confirmation standpoint. Okay. And he probably knows <clears throat> but doesn't want to know. Alhamdulillah, he doesn't have social media. So <laughs> th- there's that. Alhamdulillah, by the way, means thank God in Arabic. <laughs> yes. Um, so he doesn't have social media. So he, and again, he might know, but there hasn't been a there's like conversation. Are you afraid to come out to him? The only reason I've ever been nervous about coming out to anybody, family, friends, is because a, I don't want to cause them stress, especially your parents. You obviously yeah. want to, you know, not, which is a, kind of a crazy thing to say because you shouldn't be worried about coming out because it's who you are and all that. But again, like being very family oriented, like many people, like I, I don't want to cause them stress. Um, but also like it makes me very nervous to have to, you know, what could happen? Like once I say that, like things change forever yes. and I don't know how anybody's going to react. So you know, once you put that out, it could totally change your relationship or end the relationship. You never know. But is know. that a fair way <clears throat> for you to live? It's not. It's not. Have you thought about that? I know that obviously I'm playing a little bit of devil's advocate here, but I mean, do you feel like that's fair for you to live like that? It's not. But at the same time, I think it will happen at some point. Um, but I also want to make sure the timing is right and everything, it, it, it happens at the most appropriate time. Yeah. Um, and I don't know what that time is. I don't know exactly, but you know, it's something that, um, when the, when the moment is right, it'll just feel right. Yeah. You know? And I, again, part of it's like wanting to make sure that my, you know, I can at least maybe like lead, have conversations that kind of lead up to that point, yes. like drop little hints so that it's not like a dropping a bomb on somebody kind of thing. So is that what you're afraid of that things are going to just change if you talk to him about it? Yeah. Um, I mean, it, it does make me nervous that my dad, because my dad does tend to be a little bit religious. Um, I mean, we're we're Christian. Yeah. Um, but like my dad tends to be a little bit more religious. Um, so just the fact that I I just don't want to like disappoint him or upset him or like lose my dad. Relationship and, with him. Exactly. Yeah. And I and it sucks because like I've had that, that situation personally with like certain 
you know, other family members where I didn't tell them anything. And it's, it just makes for an awkward situation because you have to like, oh, I don't want to come off too, in my case, gay. Yeah. You know, I don't want to like maybe, you know, I have to watch my body language. Or something. Exactly. Yeah. So it does yeah. suck. It really does suck. But again, it, it's, you know. I don't know. No, it I is understand. what it is. I mean, that's, you know, that's your choice. It's your way of life. I mean, I completely understand that. I would have a hard time, too, you know, dealing with something like that if I had to tell my parents, you know, um, for instance, if I, like, started eating pork. I don't, but, you know, <laughs> we're not allowed to eat pork. Mm-hmm. So if I, like, even something like that, even something as minimal as that, where it's completely different, but right. still at the same time, it's forbidden in our religion to eat pork. And if I decided to start eating it, I would have a problem coming out about it. You know, I would, mm-hmm. I would have a problem eating it and letting people know that I'm doing it. So right. I understand from my perspective, I, I, that's the first thing that came to mind and there's no comparison <laughs> at all. I'm not comparing it whatsoever, but no, I, I get it. I completely understand I mean, it. In a weird way, it is kind of similar <laughs> in some way, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, I'm just envisioning you like, like, again, you know, you don't eat pork, but if you did, can you imagine being a visibly Muslim person? person or yes. if people in the community know yes. that you're Muslim and you're eating a and you're plate of bacon, there, yes. the community judges you. Oh, same yeah. thing with us. Exactly. Like, you know, yeah. it's, it's, and um, so how's your mom been with you since? I mean, has there been awkwardness? I mean, I'm sure one of, and I think this is a one thing too from parents and why they have a problem with this is because they want babies. Grandkids, From yeah. when you were young, they want grandbabies. Yeah. And they think that if you are from the LGBTQ community, you can't do that, right? right, right. But, I mean, there's so many different ways to do it. And um, I don't think they realize that. Mm-hmm. And it's probably not the way that they want. Right. Right. But at the same time, I mean, how has she been about it? Has she made comments? Has she made you feel comfortable in confiding in her? I mean, are you able to talk to her about men that you date or mm-hmm. things of that nature? How has it been? Yeah, so my mom, like I said, my, I, I love my mom. My mom and I are, like, super, super close. And things have, you know, obviously since the initial uh, coming out, um, things have gotten a lot better. Um, like, we, she's been super supportive. Um, you know, I do talk to her about, you know, people I'm dating. I've actually been dating somebody for the past, like, seven years. So, like, she's been super supportive and invited him over to, like, have dinner with us or, like, invite us out when we do, like, family get-togethers. So she's been really amazing. Um, and... I don't know that that's been very refreshing, especially because like initially it was really tough, and like I thought like oh my god, like what have I done? Like I'm gonna yeah. lose my mom, and you know I just, and then that wasn't the case. Yeah, and that wasn't the case, thankfully. Um, but things have gotten better, and I think to your point about like the whole grandkids thing, I think people, especially some so folks in like the older generations, yes. like life is supposed to be a certain way. Yep. You 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 grow up, you get married to somebody of the opposite sex, you have a couple kids, you or you get married, you have a couple kids, you know, and that's that. So yeah, I think don't forget th- the marriage part of that. Right? Yeah, sorry, I was like, oh, gotta <laughs> you keep skip it. the major part in the culture. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> um, but I think you know life is supposed to go a certain way according to you know some of the older generations, and when it doesn't, it's like devastating yeah and you don't know what to do or how to handle that i for my i no, that's what i think too because i think that the younger generations are really what's changing everything Mm -hmm. is that they are more accepting Mm -hmm. you know because let's say me if i had kids i and my kid came out to me i would be like okay you know Mm -hmm. but i would probably have the same concerns that your mother has is i don't want you to get bullied i don't want something to happen to you you know in the end obviously you have to raise them right where they can handle these kinds of situations but at the same time you're worried as a mom of course but because i'm younger because i have friends like you you know where i understand what it's like to be gay i understand what it means to be gay Mm -hmm. and so you know then it's easier for me as a younger person 
to be able to accept that. Where in the older generations, being gay was so, so, so hush. Right. Right. I mean, if you're gay, nobody knew about it. Right. You still got married to the opposite sex. You mm-hmm. still had kids, even though maybe you were having some kind of side fling with right. the same sex. You right. know, I mean, so that's, you know, that. so I can understand the, the, what you just made, the point that you just made about the older generations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How do you introduce, I have to ask this question. Of course. Uh-oh. How do you introduce your boyfriend to your father? When the time comes? No. When you go to family outings. So, uh, <laughs> gosh, your viewers are going to hate me, I think. Um, so I don't, unfortunately, bring him around to f- gatherings on my dad's okay. side. Um, also, I'm, I, I'm a little bit closer with my mom's side. Okay. Um, I guess, full transparency, my parents got divorced when I was younger, and my mom raised okay. me. Okay, all right, so that makes a lot more sense. So it's not got as it. difficult. Yes. Um, but still, it does suck that, like, you know, I can't necessarily bring him to certain things. Because when your dad's my, there. Yeah, yeah, and again, my, the rest of my dad's side, like, they're super cool, and they don't mind, and they like it, and, like, I just actually went on a vacation with my sister. She's my half-sister, so yeah. she's my dad's daughter. Um, Went on a vacation with my sister, my brother-in-law, and my partner, and it was wonderful. We had a great time. So he's just kind of like the last hump. Yeah. Um, but it does suck because I, I still I'm, – I'm nervous to bring him around. I just don't yeah. want to put the cart before the horse. I'd rather have the conversation before yeah, bringing him around. Yeah, of course. Yeah. But, but it does suck to like say like, oh, I have a wedding on my dad's side, and I have to bring a female date, yeah. you know, kind of yeah. thing. It just, yeah, of course. Yeah. It's kind of funny to me, by the way, that you told your Lebanese mother but not your Sicilian Father, I would have thought that it would the opposite because, you know, mm-hmm. I feel like Arab Americans may be a little tougher when it comes to these things. But were you surprised that I did it the way that I yeah. did? Yeah. No, only because like for me, like my I'm like I said, I'm really close to my mom and my mom's side. Um, and so it just it felt like a natural thing to do. Um, but I was nervous about my family's like reaction just because of the whole like Arab American, you know, kind of perspective even though again obviously not everybody's the same yeah views it the same or whatever but um i knew my family was pretty open and pretty liberal and very supportive of me as an individual and like i've received nothing back but like support and love and you know it's 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 been nice so i do have to ask i mean we talked a lot about family what about the arab american community who recognizes that okay so i have to tell you a funny story so when i texted you about this show mm-hmm. um i could tell from social media that you were gay. Mm-hmm. And so that's when I texted you and I laughed and I told my boyfriend, I said, can you imagine if he responded, I'm not gay? <laughs> what are you talking about? How awkward that would Just be? It's like a bunch of like question I'd marks. I'd be like, oh, my bad. Uh, oh, sorry, wrong <laughs> I misread, person. I misread social media just a little <laughs> bit. I thought that was your partner in those pictures. Uh, um, and so how does the Arab American community react though to, you know, when it is obvious that you are gay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like you said, I, I do put it out on social media because I don't You care. have nothing to hide. Yeah, and I don't care. It's not, like you said, it's not a big deal. It's just like some people like different things than other people. This is yeah. just another example of that, in my opinion. Um, social media has been great. I haven't received any backlash from, from anyone, including like the Arab American community. Um, and actually, a lot of folks in the Arab American community, like friends that I've made or coworkers that I have, have really been super supportive awesome. and and again it's kind of one of those things where I kind of like let them say something because yeah. again it's not something that I need to like announce like, yeah hi I'm Dave I'm gay it's more <laughs> of just like <laughs> that should be that should, should be your introduction I'm just, hi I'm Dave I'm gay I'm gonna put it as like a business yes. card instead of saying it's here yeah um <laughs> but like people you know I, I kind of let people figure it out and if they feel comfortable and I feel comfortable and the time's right we we have a conversation um but f- 
like I said, for the most part, everyone's been super supportive. Uh, you know, again, Arab American Muslims, Christians, everybody I've That's met, awesome. like everyone's been really supportive. And like you said, because a lot of people think, oh, Muslim, you know, they're so against it. But so are other religions. Like you said, your father is very Christian. Mm-hmm. And in the Christian religion, it's the same thing. And oh, absolutely. So a lot of people like to put a lot of hardships on the Muslims because you know, we're so judgmental or that's what people think. Right. Obviously that's not the truth. Mm-hmm. I'm Muslim and I'm not, mm-hmm. you know? And so, um, do you feel that, that there's so many similarities between the religions when it comes to this topic? Yeah. I mean, I mean, again, I'm not a religious scholar, but just based off of like what you're exp- as your experience, cause I know you work in Dearborn, which is very Muslim populated. Mm-hmm. You're surrounded by Muslims all day long, right. but then you're Christian and you're raised in a very strict Christian household. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, do you see the similarities between the two religions? Absolutely. I mean, no religion, at least not to my knowledge, is like, oh, you're gay? Cool. Yeah, yeah. come on out. Like as official religious like doctrine. So like if you look at every religion, like, I think like you mentioned a little bit, like no one fully embraces it. So like to single out Islam or single out Christianity or whatever, like it's just that's. Yeah, you have to look at re- re- the structure of religions in general, um, and, and you know, again, very strict. Ca- I mean, there's so many news stories that come out about like Christian pastors and all that who uh, want to like. There was somebody who wanted change. to change. Like, yeah, yeah. Well, what's that called? The like reform them or whatever it is. Gay conversion the gay therapy. Gay conversion therapy. Yes. There were people that wanted to like round them up and put them in like yes, a but fenced guess what? area. Those pastors end up being gay. Exactly. One the, of the pastors, the I believe, came out as gay. Shocking. Mm, shocking. Or their kids are gay or somebody that they know is gay. You know, I mean, exactly. It's ridiculous because, yeah, I understand that it's against, you know, the religious beliefs, et cetera. But in the end, we're all still human beings. Absolutely. And, and, you know, we're people and we have the same interests. You and I, Dave, we have the same interests. Mm-hmm. You know, we love life. We are social. We have friends. I mean, who cares, you know, what, what we're interested in, whether I'm interested in men and you're interested in men or, right. you know, whatever it is. We're still human beings and human beings need to respect each other. And the funny thing is the bigger part of the religion that should be specified is the non-judgmental part of that religion because all religions tell you not to be judgmental and they tell you not and to, they tell you to respect your brothers and sisters. Right. So whether you're gay or not, it doesn't matter. Non-judgmental respect. Exactly. I mean, what goes on in your bedroom or what goes on, you know, in your bedroom. behind closed doors, whatever those doors may be. Also behind closed doors. <laughs> <laughs> perfect matter. word choices, Dave. Exactly. Dave Serio. Thank you. Um, so I want to know in a perfect world, what would it be like for, for members of the LGBTQ community? Um, that's a really hard and really good question. I'm Um, sure that's a deep question, but if you had a choice on what it would be like, obviously I think number one would be being able to tell your father. Personally. Yes. Yes. Um, I think the other thing too would be like not having those like, identifier markers kind of thing like the lgbtq lgbtq community i mean again i understand like it's a it's a source of like strength to like unify that community but the same like 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 we said before hi i'm dave and i'm gay like i i, I hate that label i hate that and i've had friends that have done that before in the past it's like hey this is dave he's my gay friend i'm just like no <sighs> i mean nobody does that like i'm not like hey this is jessica she's my straight friend exactly it, it's it's obnoxious so i think like label the, the labels personally for me i would love to just get rid of them it's yes. just like hey he, this is Dave, and here's his, his here's his partner. Yes, you know, which a, makes you obviously gay then, because I right. mean, you don't need to like put a label on it. Because if you're exactly. bringing your partner and your partner's a man, 
It's obvious it's, what you're interested in. Yeah, exactly. But like, like some people like cats instead of dogs. Some people like men instead of women. Some people like the same gender instead. I love, yeah, like, I it's love just, that comparison. It's just, I mean, <laughs> some people like cats and dogs. Some people like men. Some people like women. It's fine. It's fine. It's just, a, <laughs> it's just a preference. Just you know. That's so great. Yeah. All right, Dave. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. I hope that you were able to tell your father soon because I can imagine how important that is to you. Maybe this podcast will be the springboard that allows me to do that. Yeah, absolutely. You can be like, hey, dad, I was on a podcast, but let's have a conversation first. <laughs> I got something. Some Listen to this. Really cool. It's really cool. Listen. Yeah. Dave Serio, you are freaking amazing. I'm sure I'll bring you on again at some point because you are an awesome guest with your kafia. The black and white scarf uh, around your neck. Oh, thank Very you. fashionable. I only dwell, I only absorb my awesomeness from you and your podcast. Oh, thank you. Well, I was honored to have you here today. Guys, make sure to check out M Cantina in Dearborn for their amazing tacos and other food that they have. And uh, Mixology Cocktails, the non-alcoholic version, which, believe it or not, are still amazing. Really? Yeah. Okay. Have Sounds, you had it? I have not. Do you but just prefer alcohol in your drinks? I do. Um, <laughs> but because it's See, a See, that's day, one difference between us. I'm Muslim. I can't drink, but you can have all the alcohol. So have some alcohol for me. I will. I will. But not. it is a, it is a work day, so I might try a mixology uh, cocktail today. Okay. Since there it is you a work go. Day. Yeah. There yeah. you go. Non-alcoholic. Guys, thank you so much for listening to Breaking Pito with Z. 